0: Do you fear the zombie uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse Now. All right, Dustin, put the video game down. No. Do it. Hi, folks, I'm Tim Harvey. I'm Dustin. And this is Zompocalypse. Now, yes, your Walking Dead home for questions and ponderings and, and
1: general snarkiness,
0: irritation, irritation, angry faces, um, and occasionally hate watching. Although not so much as back in the not, day,
1: yes, not so much recently. There
0: has um, been a few episodes where the hate has been strong, but overall, the, the last couple seasons have been actually more than the last couple. Yes,
1: yeah, we've been good. We've been we've been on a high since we since since we got to um the right after the prison i mm-hmm. think that the after the prison was was a good one It was a good place i'm very tired you you've been uh, i away drove to i drove on friday down to fort worth mm-hmm. and picked up some chairs that were in my grandmother's house and so my grandmother right. died around christmas time. Mm-hmm. She was 96. We're not that sad about it. So, uh she rolled her ATV <laughs> is what happened. <laughs> and so I'm sorry, you shouldn't laugh but but no, that's just d- the idea of yeah. little grandma on ATV mm-hmm. is wow. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. But Anyway, so um I was left or given uh, depending on how you like there was she no, left you
0: the ATV no oh. she left
1: me some chairs that she's had really didn't leave I requested them these are these chairs uh, that were in her have been in her house since God was young mm-hmm. and uh, they are pink mm-hmm. and they are kind of a velvety yes I know I helped I helped you carry them in and uh, they're round and they go they swivel in mm-hmm. a circle. And I'm very excited to have them because now they can continue the tradition of being the most uncomfortable thing in any given room. <laughs> uh, also, I had to drive down to Fort Worth on, and get them. So I got back today, right? about 30 minutes before Tim showed up. So... So we're going to try for one
0: of our 30, 35 minute episodes. We're tonight. already at three minutes. Exactly. We're going to talk about chairs. <laughs> well, um, so tonight on The Walking Dead things continue to build we are building up next week is the season finale I I'm, I'm, how time has flew in uh, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a bad one you guys we're pretty sure we know what's gonna go one. down pretty sure pretty sure because tonight we had multiple stories going on this was this was we've been doing a lot of a story B story things mm-hmm. uh, this season well or, or focusing on one we
1: either are focusing on one thing that's happening or we're doing like a little like short Switching back and forth
0: between two different stories that are happening. Right, and that was we had more than that tonight. Mm-hmm. And basically, next week I think we're going to see probably two. No, again, we'll see three. We'll see the, the, three, the three. We three. We three plus one. We set up tonight. At the very tail end of the so episode. Three plus one. <laughs> one plus three two three plus, plus three, one plus, three <laughs> plus one. <laughs> Tim Curry Clue, yeah. they every now and again they threaten to remake Clue. I just want them to stop. Yes, but they're going to remake uh, Escape from New York too. I don't even know. I don't even know. Anyway, okay, we'll talk about that another time. So, uh, primary story one is Rick being a dickhole. Uh, <laughs> well, I Tara hate...
1: Tara came back. Okay, so Tara decided to tell Rick and everyone about Oceanside. Mm-hmm. And so they are going to go back there, and the the basic premise of this storyline is Tara has a certain amount of time to convince Oceanside to
0: fight with them, or they're just going to, like, take off guns. Because they're either going to get them... Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the deal, is we will either take all your guns, or you can come fight with us, and you can come with your guns. Right. And because at this point the the decision has made, they are going to go to war with the Saviors. This is not something they are going to. You know, the time for discussing the how is still open to discussion, but the fact that it's going to happen is not. Right. And Tara is looking at Oceanside, and we don't get the the full conversation of her explaining to Rick what's really going on there. Mm -hmm. We know that clearly that she's told him about them because. She's. We get a voiceover a little bit where she yeah, says, "Yeah, she know, does it, or she tells them, tells them, and but I really do not think that this is the way to go about it." Well, I think, like I like I said to you, you're watching it. I think as soon as she got to the, and then they tried to kill me. Yeah, portion like, of the very, program. Very possibly, Rick was just all well, just going to go just do it then. Right, and I think that you know, waffly, hesitant Rick is not in today. No, and so it's all or nothing Rick today. And so he's going to go take care of this. and I think it is a plan that could have gone very, very wrong. It, I mean, it really, really could have because we mm. see them preparing. We do actually see them planning though. we right. see them oh yeah, they, them preparing they have a plan and they do
1: a thing. And I think that it is a plan that did go wrong and will continue to
0: go wrong personally. Well, I is... I have a I have an issue with what happened that we can come to in a bit, but I I have an issue in the execution
1: of said plan because as I said, they've said they sent in Tara and she has a certain amount of time to convince the leader of Oceanside, whose name is something dumb, Le Leandra or something grandma. like that. Grandma. Uh yeah, grandma. To uh to talk to Rick. Well, here is there, I have a two-pronged issue with this plan. Issue the first, she goes and hides in Grandma's house and just waits for her to show up. How much time was she given where she could just, like, sit in this house and wait for this lady to show up? I, like, why? <laughs> like, seriously, like, by the time Grandma shows up, like, Tara, like, looking at her watch, like, we have five minutes to make this decision. That was not smart planning. Problem prong, prong the second of this? Like, Obviously, Tara was able to sneak into town. Why not just sneak in with Rick? Put Rick, say, I don't know, in the bathroom? And then when Grandma shows up, Tara's like, hold it
0: up one second. You're going to talk to my dude. Yes, there are are some issues here. The question about the time is really, really weird because it's not enough time. No. Any conversation. She knows she's going in to somebody crying, who does yeah. not want her there. A traumatized woman who does not want her there and does not want to put her people in danger. And as somebody who has definitely made it clear that she wants to kill her, bye-bye. Okay, yeah. you know,
1: Who even says, like, the first thing that Grandma says to her is, ah, oh, we should have just killed
0: you in town. All right, and so <laughs> it's, there's no, I mean, I guess on a, in a tactical standpoint, the idea that we're not going to give you a lot of time to... Th- think about it we're gonna mm-hmm. basically put you in a, in a situation where you have to make a decision quickly but that doesn't always work and it really doesn't work here but Dumb. there's some
1: Dumb. booming
0: and explosions oh yeah and so running anyway,
1: and they have tara has just enough time ta- like has this amount of time if she doesn't convince her in this amount of time she's gonna start blowing stuff up and the plan is to like do as much as they can to not get anybody killed so that uh that that they can, I don't know, prove they're not as big a dicks as they actually are. Who knows? I don't know. It's really not my favorite. So anyway, Tara is basically like, oh, I guess we're out of time. And so explosions happen.
0: Because Cindy, Nat- Natanya, is is the uh, is the grandmother. And Cindy, her granddaughter, who is a lady who, who helped uh, Target out before, mm-hmm. uh, comes in and she's like, really? The explosions happen and... And all they the people... basically Well, basically, if they drop on, on Tara, too... Yeah, they and s- they, flip it around and... And she's like... She hands them the guns. It's not loaded. And they're like, what? And she's like, yeah, I wasn't going to hurt anybody. <sighs> and then the explosions go off. And there's running and screaming and and... But all the explosions are outside the compound. No one... They're not actually...
1: Yeah. So the people run out of the compound and are ambushed by... By Aaron and his boyfriend, who, when he was there and, like, having, like, lines... Aaron's his husband.
0: Don't don't diminish their relationship. Whatever. It doesn't...
1: (laughs) Yes, Aaron and his husband are there. And, like, as soon as that dude started having lines, I'm like, shut up. Go back to Alexandria. What are you doing? (laughs) You're going to die. You're going to die. Oh, God, you're going to die! So, anyway... Spoiler alert. He doesn't die. He doesn't die. This episode. Um, Also, I was, like, super... Like, because they featured that weird tween murderess again... Like the one, the Oceanside girl oh, who like, well, wanted well, to kill yeah. Tara like immediately, um, and they featured her and like I was kept expecting like her to get killed. Rachel,
0: whatever it Wait, by Mimi Mimi Kirkland is this little psycho child girl. Anyway,
1: so uh, they they capture all the Oceanside people, but Tara's been captured and Grandma wants to like do some sort of exchange. And well, she's basically threatening. And... She like
0: go away or I'll kill her. That's the exchange is get out or or she dies and Rick's like well.
1: She no. dies, then
0: you die, and then Tara's like, uh, "Okay, let me say that if you kill me, they're going to kill you, and we still take your guns. So this is not a good plan." So Cindy then points out that Rick and Tara and all of all of our team zombie want to fight the Saviors, and that's why they're there. They're, and they're, 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 they're All the Ocean Side women are like, "What? It's
1: like, we could we could we could be on board with that?" And and so, but but Grandma is so not
0: about it, and so. And it's interesting here because I am I understand her reluctance and fear and it plays really well. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not getting this giant we, we have moments where she's talking about it, but we're not getting like the grand speech. You know, she's like, No, you know, did you forget what it was like? Did you forget what they did to us? And that's all she says. And the actress, who is Deborah May, is pulling it off really well. I mean, you believe, you know, she's yeah. she's She's convincing in her, her refusal to even listen mm-hmm. on the subject. And so it plays out really well. And the other uh, members of Oceanside are kind of like, but we could, we could fight back. Mm-hmm. And so basically she, well, <laughs> Cindy clocks her grandma. <laughs> right. Well, so first walkers show up.
1: Right. Because they exploded the place. Mm-hmm. Made and a lot of noise. So walkers are coming and... So they all kind of band together to fight the walkers. And then in the end, Grandma's like, take your guns, get out of here, we're not helping you. And at the end of the episode, like the end when they're finally trucking out with all the guns, like, Cindy's like, you're not leaving us any guns? And Tara's like, no, we're not. That was the whole (laughs) point. (laughs) So, So anyway, they like... They're leaving and I thought it was very ominous, like she was like, Oh, I clocked grandma really well. She's like asleep in the other room. I kind of expected there to be a half scene where it's like, you know, grandma died of a brain hemorrhage and now she's a zombie, but that didn't happen. But anyway, so they leave and like there's a bunch of oceanside women who want to go and help fight, but they're not going. And And
0: it's gonna be it's either all or nothing is which I think is I'm confused by that. Because there are plenty of the characters that we've seen in the previous episode um who are clearly willing to fight right and so how it's all or nothing i'm not i don't well i think
1: i i understand that better than rick's whole his rick's all all or nothing because these women the strong ones the ones who would want to Mm -hmm. go and fight fair enough Okay. don't want to leave now this completely defenseless colony with no guns.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. No, so I would agree with that. Actually. I
1: can understand that too. Like if it were, so that's
0: the all or nothing has become an all or nothing in a lot of different ways. Well, but I think it's also, there's a sort of a dictatorship thing happening here that we tend to see a lot in, in these little societies that have mm-hmm. sprung up. There's the person at the top who's like, no, absolutely not, period. And right. that's just it. That's the end of the The leader of, of the group is the
1: leader of the group, and the leader of the group say whatever the leader mm. of the group says. And then I don't know. It's there's not a whole lot of like city councils.
0: I'm noticing. <laughs> well, it's less than less than that. It's it's you know there's no. The other characters at Oceanside don't sit there and say, "But wait, we yeah, want to do this." We so do just this. nobody's everybody's just like, "Okay, yeah, yes, Grandma." And, and that, if you kind
1: of even after after she says no, you're not taking your you take take your guns and get out.
0: You even were like, how is she still in charge? Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> she still... I mean, you know, it it seemed like a and, and I guess part of it is when you have when you've been saved by somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, the the people who look at Rick and say he's going to save me. The people who looked at Gregory. I mean, mm-hmm. we we have we have a. a some Maggie and Gregory scenes here in this episode, and we were, you know, we, we think of Gregory as such a dick, but at the same time, the people in that place, he to them, he saved them. Mm-hmm. Um, the people, you know, Negan and the Saviors, to a lot of the people who live in that compound, Negan saved them. Okay, so let's just get done. We're done with Oceanside. But now. yeah,
1: Oceanside. Uh, yeah. So anyway, meanwhile, all at the same time. Uh, Sasha is locked in a room at the Savior's compound. She survived her little yes. dust-up with the Savior's the other night. And uh, and this dude comes in, and he's like, Hey, can I help you with anything? And she's like, Are you give me a glass of water? And he's like, Ah, you don't remember me. I'm the guy who tied you up. I just so happened to have rope. You know why? Because I just like it. And also, I'm super creepy. And also, I'm going to rape you right now. Rapey
0: Davey. Uh, and
1: uh, then Negan shows up, and Negan is like, were you about to rape this woman? And Davey's like, no. And Negan's like, uh, yes "Yeah, you, you were. were. Uh, that's unacceptable. And the guy's like, I'm sorry. And, uh, and Negan's like, but that's not the rules, and you know what the rules
0: are. And then he stabs him in the neck. Yeah, stabs him right through the throat, uh, sideways, mm-hmm. and says, I don't accept your apology. Yeah. And... And then he turns to Sasha. He's like, "See, we have rules here. Like, isn't this a great place? Wouldn't you want to be part of part of the team?" I'm sorry you had to see that. And then he's like, "Oh, wait a minute. I remember you. Oh, oh, hey, yeah. You're about one of- that." Yeah. <laughs> and he
1: even is like, "Hey, did Rick put you up to this?" And she's like,
0: "No, Rick's your, your bitch." I kind of like that. And I think that. This is the scene that we talked about before, and where Negan Negan has this image of himself, mm-hmm. and he and he actually he actually goes into it to some degree without being so dead on. Um, this episode, this is the Negan that is actually terrifying because this is the reasonable Negan. This mm-hmm. is the one who's going, but this is how things are, and this is what we're doing. And... Yeah,
1: we're tr- I'm trying to build a society here,
0: and he's reasonable. And that's scary because he's also a reasonable guy who will stab you in the throat, beat you with a baseball bat. Right. And in his mind, this all makes sense. This is this is how it has to be, and therefore, well, he's a true believer in his own message. Yeah. And true believers are always the ones you sit there and go, "Oh, that's great. I gotta, I gotta go." Yeah. I gotta. I hear my I hear my mom calling. I gotta go so, home. So anyway, Megan tells
1: Sasha that he's gonna leave the knife with with him with her and she can do a couple of things she can kill herself mm-hmm. she could try and kill him but mm-hmm. he's standing over her with, with Lucille so that's probably not the best plan or she can wait until Rapey Davy reanimates and let him kill her or she can stab Rapey Davy in the face mm-hmm. and and come join the saviors and he's gonna leave her to think about it so he closes her up in there and then later Eugene shows up and he's like, she's like, what happened? What did they do to you? And he goes, Nothing. They're offering me protection and obviously that's all I want.
0: Because so. I am I am lost and adrift in this world and I saw what happened to the brave people. Mm-hmm. And I'm not brave. Right. And they will protect me. And I don't feel scared. Right. And well, it answers the question about whether or not Eugene is playing along or if he has well, I mean, I, you know, and I think this is the problem. The problem ultimately with the, the Negan's argument is that if you are afraid, it's a very seductive argument. I will protect True. you. You just have to do what I tell you. You have to contribute to the group. You have to give me what is valuable to me, mm-hmm. but I will protect you. So how does that deal work for you? And right, the people are who are afraid are going to look at that deal and go, okay. I, again, it's it's just what makes Negan scary is when he's rational about it, not when he's strutting around doing his, you know, I'm a badass with a bat routine. Yeah. It's it's the rational, calm discussion part where you're like, this is a seductive pitch, mm. and it's a lie in the sense that he's doesn't he's not protecting you. He's building, putting people around him, right, and providing for him. You're not, you're not a, a an individual on an individual level. You are not being protected. No, but you get what you get. Eugene's argument, like this, this episode had, especially on the Sasha side of things, the dis, the arguments made, the discussions that people had actually had were about things,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: and were as much character development as anything else right so so anyway um
1: the sasha leaves well, eugene leaves sasha and she he comes back a little bit later and he's like you know what i've been thinking about it and i don't think this is gonna work um i would like to kill myself i want you to get me like a gun or a knife or something
0: or a razor blade to or you yeah, know anything
1: to do that oh did we skip over the part where where she does, she kills right. Rapey yeah, Davy, so... she stabs Rapey Davy in the face hole, and, uh, and then then tells Negan she's
0: in. And then, Eugene comes back. To because the... Well, because Negan points out that he's heard from a little bird that Rick is up to no good. Which, you and I glanced across the room, but it's they're going, who?
1: Ooh. I mean, who could it possibly be? Because Eugene was taken... Before before rick started making his plans for the war that's kind of what
0: right started it and all i can think all i can think is maybe gregory um basically you know looking you know he's playing that game where he's you know pretending to work with maggie Mm -hmm. and he's frustrated and angry and hates her with a passion I could see him saying something or getting a message to Negan somehow. But it's hard no, to tell. But at the
1: end he's just that. at the end of this episode is just when he's starting to contemplate getting a message to
0: Negan. Well, and it's I, I you know, it it could that could be it, but it's hard to tell it's, because who else is it gonna be? I don't know. Well, maybe some maybe somebody at the kingdom. We haven't really I mean, I haven't really didn't really think about the kingdom folks at all. But anyway, somebody somebody is getting information to Negan that that Rick and company are up to what Negan considers no good. So he tells Sasha, you're going to help me get this all worked out. Yeah. And then she tells Eugene that she wants to die because she can't do this. And the look on her face, this is a very strange scene because she is on the other side of the door and all we see is Eugene. Mm -hmm. And for the longest time, I kept thinking to myself, She's already on the set of Star Trek Discovery. They had to do this scene, and she called it in on the phone, and they put it right. through a filter, and she's not even there. But then we finally cut to her, and her tragic, you know...
1: Look how sobby she sounds. It's not sobby at all. She's, like, smiling. Yeah, so... Which, I she's obviously... I mean, think she's manipulating him to give her some sort of weapon that she can then use against Negan. Right. However... Eugene, he, he, he has those <gasps>
0: pills.
1: Yeah, that the wives asked him to make, and so he brings her a pill, and says, "Here, this will do what you want it to do." And the look on her face, just like, "Oh crap! How am I going to get him to drink some? Ch- <laughs> How am I going to get him to drink some chai tea? Seriously, like,
0: oh uh, yeah." And I'm, I think, unfortunately, what we're building up to here. Wait no, let's. Let, we'll come back to that in a minute. So then, that's where we leave them, and then we come back to uh, the Rick, and Co- Rick and Co- Company. Oh yeah, let's go. We, let's skipped, go to Hilltop. we did we all. Th- we
1: did all. Ocean Side. We did the whole Ocean Side. Well, thing we, we have
0: to get back to. We have to get back to Alexandria. But okay. let's talk about Hilltop. Okay. Because uh, basically, we see Maggie. And this is actually what starts off the episode. Yeah. We see Maggie, basically. Taking over. Yeah. She's using her horticultural skills to like tell people
1: how to like winterize plants. And mm-hmm. she's like, and one guy even like calls says, you're the boss. And this is the best part. I think boss this, lady, this is the best part of the episode for me is because that guy says whatever boss lady, and then it switches kind of to Matt. Cause the whole thing had been shot. Mm-hmm. The guy in the foreground and Maggie in the background. Right. Telling him how to do this thing. And then the 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 perspective switches and it's Maggie in the foreground, the guy in the middle ground, and Gregory in the background watching all this happen. Like he'd been there the whole time mm-hmm. and then realized,
0: uh, and like so he's basically watching Maggie take over without trying. Yeah, Maggie is not ma- Maggie is not making a concerted effort to say. This is gonna be my place now. I'm gonna be in charge. She's just doing things. Yeah, she's and then she like says, "I'm gonna go get a there's you know, a sapling, ro- there,
1: r- Some Some blueberry bush or something. Yeah, and she's like, a good a good blueberry bush can last like provide food for forty years, and we need to be preparing
0: for that to be the, the case. Yeah. For us to be we will be here for that amount. Think of time. about the future, and I think which is kind of the the underlying current of what everybody's doing here is they're mm-hmm. all thinking about a future. So she goes outside the wall. She actually says,
1: apparently, some people went with her. Oh, right. To do this. But later, Gregory goes and finds her, and she's all by herself. Mm-hmm. And she he, goes, I don't
0: think I've ever seen you outside the walls. And he's like, it? well, that's what walls are for. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't have to be outside of. And he's in his suit. Yeah. And she's in there, you know, gloves on on her knees, getting dirty, digging he, it up, digging the
1: thing, and and uh, and he, she's like, "Oh, will you mind? Would you mind just like keeping watch for me while I finish digging this thing up?" And he's like,
0: "Yeah, sure." And he goes, "You know, we need to we need to think about what we're doing here and, mm-hmm. and how we're going to get along, and, and perhaps we gotten off on the wrong foot." She's like, "Well, you know, if you really feel that way, then yeah, let's talk." Mm-hmm. And then. The camera moves around again, and we see that he's holding a knife, and... He's
1: really super considering stabbing her in the back of the
0: the head. But here is somebody who... He's done a really good job of convincing everyone around him that he should be the leader. Right. But he's not brave in any way, shape, or form. He's another piece. Eugene's cowardice is... Tactical. Tactical tactical coward yeah this is just he's just a coward there's there's no there's no strength in gregory aside right. from the words and he's got the knife and he's thinking about it and then a walker shows up she's like oh, could you take care of that yeah he's like no she goes no, no i'll take care of it he's like no 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 i'll get it you're you know I'll i can protect the pregnant lady and he goes she's <laughs> like you've done this before right and he goes of course i have i wouldn't be here if i hadn't and then he gets it there and he chickens out because mm. he hasn't done it before. And she gets in there and stabs the zombie. Well, the stealth zombie comes out of the forest. Yes. And attacks him.
1: And she saves him from that just as mm. some of the guys
0: show back up. She's like, it's okay. It's okay. He's just never killed a walker before. They're like, really? Because he told us they he had. And he's like, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> So then he gets back to and
1: he pulls out the letter, the little note that what's his name gave him mm-hmm. and says gets his guy to come in and it's like you got to drive me somewhere back a
0: bag. Yeah. So yeah, he's got he's definitely going to be he's the Judas of of this particular arrangement. For now, for now, you don't know, there might be another dude.
1: We'll see. We'll see. There's all sorts of things that could could not happen. I don't know. You don't know. Ain't nobody know. So anyway, I'm so tired. So Rick and company get back to Alexandria, and and, and Risa, 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 opens the, opens the uh, gates, and they're, they're like, like, "Well, well
0: hey, where, how, how you been? Where where you been? What what's going on? And, you know, is is Sasha with you?" And and she's like, no. "No," but somebody else is here to see you. Yeah, and they go into the cells, and it's oh, we're in the cells, are we? And it's Dwight. mm Hmm. Mm-hmm. and Daryl reacts calmly and rationally and asks him how he is and if he would like a cup of coffee cu- no wait that's not try what happened tea. Want some try tea? he got goes some. he goes for Dwight like you know kill right. kill kill die kill and Rick's like whoa 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 hang on he looks out and he goes so why are you here <laughs> he's like I want to help you kill Negan and Rick's like okay on your knees and he pulls out the gun and, he's, and oh, then ah. it's one of those shots where the barrel of the gun is in the corner of the screen. It's like there's a giant thing. And clearly, Rick is a little skeptical, but it, this, this completely lends credence to the we're follow you near. Know, this, is, this is that place in the comic book, Spoilers for, for the comic, where it's really looking like they're building up to what's going to be that prisoner exchange. Yeah, and how Sasha exits the show. But this is it. I mean we are we are you know what next week is an hour and a half, two hours long. Oh god. And I think it starts earlier though. I don't I know think. what's happening. I don't know. We'll
1: hmm. see.
0: <laughs> but in any event, a solid setup of the episode yeah. for what's coming up. And it also uh it, it was really effective in those moments when the characters were explaining themselves. Yeah. You know, Negan explaining himself. The only thing Negan really hasn't given us here. Is the explanation of how he got here? Hmm. We, we don't need. We don't actually need it. It's not important. Um, it's in. I imagine at some point we'll get it, but
1: who knows? Who knows? Apparently,
0: That's Some serious
1: yawning you're doing. Uh, I know you're tired. At the end of the uh, war in the comics, Negan becomes a prisoner. Maybe, maybe that's what we'll get. Him getting becoming a prisoner and then having conversations about all the things that he did. That's entirely
0: possible in any event.
1: I miss when this show I actually do miss when the show used to do the flashbacks to the time before. Well, and i, sounds, I always thought that was a
0: good a good thing that they were that they did, but I understand I think well, well this far into the show. I mean, I think unless but you're right. No, a, a newer characters you could do that with. You can give them a you know, take them back to where they were. I think you have to be careful They did a flashback
1: with Michonne, like, two years ago. Right.
0: So you can can do that. I think it's okay. But I think it's... I don't know. Again, I don't know that we need it with me. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. But but you know what? You and I ended up rooting for the governor. Oh, right. For a while there. Because, for a moment, for a moment, it looked like... he was Philip. The redemption of... uh, Oh, oh. uh,
1: And, you know, Facebook does those, um... Those, like, uh on this day right, so yeah, and uh-huh. so years ago mm-hmm. um remember remember i had i had done the math and i said i said on this podcast that it was if the like 12 main characters killed five zombies a day right yeah. but i was wrong i the article popped back up in on this day and that's facebook and what it was was i had gone and did a census for like 2011 to mm-hmm. like whatever the census was for Georgia and like with the day, the year this show started. Oh, okay. Sure. And then I said, and it was like 14 million people or Mm -hmm. something. And if only 1% of the, or 5% of the population had survived initially, it was like 90,000, 900,000 people. And what if those 900,000 people killed five walkers a day? And that was the clearing out of the entire Eastern seaboard in five days. So there we go. I wasn't wrong i was just wrong <laughs> i had Fair uh, written the wrong i had i had the wrong idea in my brain
0: not the right the wrong idea in the other part folks i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure he goes lies down now because he's got the tired all over his face
1: did i tell you about the chairs <laughs>
0: Carried the chairs in the chairs with are... you. Uh, folks, thanks for listening. As and I got always. And some piranhas, too. And there are piranhas here, yes. Mm-hmm. Piranhas. And I tried really hard to traumatize. Got <sighs> <laughs> a bird, kind of a robin, but it's trial broke off. I'm trying to traumatize Dustin's children. Anyway, thanks for listening, folks. We'll be back next week with the uh, season finale of Walking Dead for season seven. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a pretty big, impressive set of episodes. You can find this podcast and obviously all our other podcasts over on sci-fi for me.com sci-fi for me radio on iTunes and podcast.com. If you'd be so kind, please rate or comment on the podcast, wherever you listen to us. That's always helpful information for us and something like iTunes where we don't get the data from them. Uh, that's really useful to let us know that you're actually listening and what you think of the show. We do do this because we have a good time doing it. We also hope you are enjoying it as well. Thank you, Dustin. Go to bed
1: good night good night team zombie wherever you are thanks for listening folks part of part of you are on the set of star trek part of you are 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 in london england on the stage playing the parts and some of you did you know That the actress who plays Michonne wrote a show that is playing off Broadway right now. She wrote a play. Yes, actually, I did know that. Play. I did know that. A whole play. And all, all freaking Norman Reedus does is all he wants to do is ride on a motorcycle. He has all the money. He could do that. And then, like, like um, Tara, Tara had a baby.
0: He's babbling, folks. I'm gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna. uh, We're gonna. (laughs) This has been a presentation of HorrorForMe.com. Copyright 2017 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. You're listening to Horror For Me Radio.